Hello, I'm Rory Bond. You're listening to He Put Nedved to Bed. Um, I want to apologise for the sound quality. It's slightly worse. Dan's left the um, the mic with him at his house and he's gone for a week in Lanzarote. So if the sound quality is not what it is, then I apologise. Hopefully you can uh, stick with us for the next hour or so. I've got William Kajani. <laughs> Uh, good, good afternoon. William Kajani and William Kajani's parents who helped him look through the house for the mic that was at the other side of Exeter in Dan's living room. So Thank you very much. Thanks, Papa and Mama Kajani, for looking for something that they convinced that they'd misplaced. And I've got Khaled. Hello. Who had to go and get the wire from the his wire. house. So we arrived at Will's. You had to go and do how far would you say? It's a bit of a drive, isn't it? Back to you. 10 minutes. 10 minutes, yeah. Um, for a wire, that for, a wire for a mic that that we don't have, so it hasn't been a great um, start to the day. He put Ned bed to bed towers, um, but we're going to open with um, sort of the opening four games. We haven't thought um, we haven't spoke since we've done our predictions, and things haven't gone as we would um, have predicted. So, what's been your biggest surprise of the season so far? We're not acting this as if like these have been all put pre-international break. Biggest disappointment. One thing you'd like to see your club do differently after the opening four games, what you've missed about the football season, um, and what's already annoyed you about the football season. William, that, what's what's that one for you? What's already annoyed you about the football season? Um, I'll say constant, constant transfer hype and bullshit, I think, has to go out there. I wanted to, I, I wanted to be a bit more creative, but um, we might as well get into this. We're speaking at um, just past um, midday on the day before deadline day, and it's yeah. deadline day for a lot of Europe, I think including Italy. And apparently, Javier Hernandez um, has left for Leverkusen for United, which obviously Good means deal. a new striker is coming in. And that striker is supposed to be Anthony Marshall, the French 19 year old who plays in Monaco. By all accounts, quite a big prospect, but I'm not sure whether he is worth. <coughs> £36 million pounds is what I've heard rumoured. There are, there are bigger and worse numbers flying about. Oh, there, there is. I've, I've heard going up to £75 million. I mean, I, and I, I can't comprehend that. I, I really can't. <laughs> this is nothing against Marshall. No, uh, I've seen him play. I mean, Khaled was talking through the career stats. The last, was his last season his first full season at yeah. Pro? Uh, uh, you know, at, in the first team. At that team. level, yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's eight goals in, in 31. games. He in played on the wings, I'm told, but still, that's not that's not encouraging. Is Overall, it, in his pro career at the top level, it's 11 goals in 45 games. In in league, uh, um, league so this isn't a. Do you think that's where talking about big money does that annoy you any more than it has done this window? I think this I think this window has annoyed me the most. Uh, Raheem Sterling. De Bruyne, how Wolfsburg have just sort of had to... They've had, they've had almost no choice. There's no way they could turn that money down. Are you worried about the monopoly of it all? Uh, no, I'm not worried about the monopoly of it all. I think it's a different thing, and I'm not worried about it because of the fact there's so much money in the Premier League. What I am worried about is in the future, maybe a potential player imbalance, um, because you might get a lot of... Um, leagues now that are kind of one horse races mm-hmm. who has the best youth academy who is able to keep I don't know more than half their team yeah. suddenly going with the full okay. regarding big money inflation has to be brought into it still but yeah it's still but it's still getting uh, w- w- Wouter has said that the, the no K there is no K in Shakira 
that's that's what's annoyed him. Brilliant. I don't know if that's what's annoyed him or is that what he's annoying. But yeah, that is annoying. Um, did anyone see Shakiri's first game? Yes. He was looking okay. Yeah, it looks. He plays looks for good. Stoke. I can't get my head around that. He plays <laughs> for Stoke City. Along with Afalai. Along with Afalai. Former Barcelona player Afalai. Yeah. I'll tell you. Um, they, they must be paying some wages. Yeah. Up there in the potteries. It's Premier League money. It is. I can't remember. I remember reading about who. I can't think who went from Sevilla to Hull City the season before last, and they were saying that this is the big money move for him. Yeah. That's where it's at. Where players are going to Hull City, where players are going. Like West Brom have spent over twenty million pounds this this window. It doesn't look like Berahino is leaving. So it's just it's mad. What I think it hopefully it gets more competitive and hopefully it stays at the top. And just going in four games in Swansea's business. Uh, has, has proved dividends anyway. Uh, Gomez was a free this season. Swansea have always um, an AU. been very good at running the club, I thought. It, it uh, is uh, a brilliant job taking them. Unless you're Cardiff, I think everyone sort of envies Swansea a bit. Yeah. Um, well, I just think they've got the smartest board in terms of middle and lowest. They play it right, they've got a good young manager. Uh, somebody who they backed from the beginning as well. Yeah, I think there that's, were a lot. You don't get that often. There's anymore. a football philosophy as well. That I think so. They've got a they've got a good stadium that's selling out. There's a seven year waiting list for a season ticket at Swansea. Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah, and and everyone just talks about them really highly. Yeah, yeah. regarding yeah. regarding the Swansea thing, they've done it simply and smartly. They have waited, they've assessed their options. They haven't waited until now, so there's no premiums on what they're doing. Mm. But they've just looked and they've just thought. And the thing about Swansea is... They're very good scouts as well. And it's similar to what Southampton are doing. Yeah, exactly. And the thing about Southampton and Swansea side is that you look after and you think, wow, that was insane value, but that wasn't a gem in the rough. That was just very good They interviewed Southampton's... chairman on something and they're like oh you're concerned that you know all your players are leaving and you get and he was sort of like no we're quite we're quite proud that people are envying what we're doing we're getting good money and we can reinvest well he didn't seem bothered that oh he's coming in for that because they're getting ridiculous money and they're investing it well yeah, i think yeah. it's a shame they went out of the europa or maybe it's a blessing in but i think for the west ham and the southampton you can never turn you know as a, a european run no, could um, be a blessing in disguise for Southampton. It's definitely not a blessing after last season for the. Premier I know because Southampton could probably go and push on for Europe again, but they're not going to break the top four, are they? Yeah, but that's already two teams well, the top that six. will drive the coefficient down. Because um, once you're in the European qualifiers, yeah. you're part of. The, oh, in the group stage, you. you no, as soon as you're in the qualifiers, you add or take away from that coefficient. It's oh, an average so. coefficient. Yeah, so right, pretty right, much right. now the other teams will have to do really well to drag up what West Ham oh, right. have had okay. kind of okay. already. Um, what was your what's the thing you missed most throughout the season? Just because um, just I know these are we haven't spoke since the first game. We haven't spoke. None of this has happened before. So what did you miss the most about? I don't want to drag this back. Quickly. I don't want just just drag this back quickly, but. Um, Graham Woods got in touch. Oh, um, Graham, friend of the pod. Hello, yes. Graham. Hello, Graham. Friend of the pod, Graham Woods. And just quickly... Graham um, Woods, actually, I'd just like to congratulate Graham. You won the, the fantasy football last season. You beat me by about 100 points. I think I was second, and Graham was ahead of me all season. So, 
congratulations, Graham. There is no prizes, but there's pride, and you can take that away that you won Legal Aurora. Yeah, so four or five. I can't remember. What it good. Was. So what we'll do, um, just quickly, because actually his answer just ties in beautifully because he is. Missed Mourinho's doses of bullshit every day. Which, which we, he actually sees, this is genuinely what he said. Oh, God. And he's also said that that's annoyed him by the football season so far. So, love hate relationship with that. We got, as for me, what I've missed about it, I'm going to be unashamed and say it. Football on the internet, it's, it, it's ridiculously entertaining. Is it nice checking your Twitter in the morning and actually being stuff there? It's wonderful. I mean, there's always stuff on my Twitter. I follow about. 30 million people. Um, <laughs> but just the reactions to games, the things people say. Um, the fume. That's what I don't the miss. The fume. The fume. The fume. Just uh, the I'm killing myself fume. And I'll tell you what, social media, like clubs are doing a great job of shithousery. Uh, did anybody see the Chelsea match report and the Chelsea Twitter feed after oh the Man City defeat? Did anybody no. see it? Yeah. It was like it was like an op-ed for a I'm North sure. Korean. No, it's not about Ryan Babbles doing. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan Babbles calling that girl. What did he say to her? Go get some tits. Go grow some, some tits and stay in your lane. What was it? What is that? Instead of deleting that straight away, he was defending the comment of people, not looking back, going. Oh. And then he was like, "I would, uh, I, I won't talk with women about football for stop." Oh no. <laughs> And He's then he gave thing. his WhatsApp number so that people would come and cuss him personally. And if you actually, I called him on his WhatsApp, and it turns Investigate, out... Investigative journalism we do here at You Put Head Fed to It. Yeah. Phoning former pros. And um, you get a text back. It says, quote, Thanks for reaching out, but I don't have your name on my phone, so do me a favour and click here to add yourself to my phone book. The link, Ryan Babble. No signature, just oh, Ryan Babble, exclamation mark. He, the I as well in this is in capital. Terrible it's, stuff. And then when you add yourself to his phone, it's really demanding. How know? much? How much? His, can we get? his default reason of why you're adding him is you're an amazing. Yeah. Default reason. I can't think of anything he did. I think it's also, the idea. moment you start entering your phone number, it keeps telling you after one character that you've come and got enough characters to be in his phone book. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible stuff this is. But no, how much is it to get Ryan Babble on a podcast for an hour? How much is an hour of Ryan Babble's time? Surely we can make this happen. In, in real value, it's worthless, but in current marketing prices, it'd be cost a bomb, wouldn't it? I don't Flying know. I might, do, I might do a just giving thing. See if he'd come on. I wouldn't know what to ask. Crowdfund babble for he put Nedbert to I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it happen. Um, so dressed as transgender and see what he says. <laughs> um, just walks in. Just, other, just click the other Twitter highlights. Um, oh god. Arsenal's Arsenal Football Club's Twitter account having a ready picture of a shirt. You know, there's this thing now. Own goal. Yeah. We have an own goal shirt for when we make the opposition score an own no. goal. And we tweet that. I'd we love tweeted it. it when, who scored the own goal um, Colaccini. The graphic design team has had to do that. That's that was somebody's job for the day. And not just that, um, Manchester United, um, when Rooney scored his hat trick, after like 10 games, um, just watched Drought. They just tweeted. Oh my around. god! And then the minute after uh, Swansea, then the minute after Swansea, when Rooney um, had a guilt-edged opportunity to score yeah. and um, ended up getting tapped by the immense Ashley Williams, I must say, 
um, everybody else is just tweeting, guess what drought? Just one. Yeah, I still think the worst social media like pages are the BBC run ones. Like oh. Match of the Day Twitter and Match of the Day so, Facebook. BBC Sport is worse than both those <laughs> combined, though. It is awful. And I'm serious, it's not even that it's, they get the facts wrong, like for all sports. Did you do that Premier League thing? sort of 20 years thing where you could enter like when you're born and that mm-hmm. on BBC Sport and it would have all these stats? If you didn't do it, I think you can still do it, it's quite amusing. Should we talk Champions League group stage or do you want to do Premier League first? Um, I'm not for, for either. I think it's let's, get, let's get England out of the way. Sure, let's get England out of the way. Right, we'll start off with Man City's incredible start. We don't have Dan to defend himself. If any of you wind your uh, brains back four weeks, Dan thought Man City would finish fifth this year. So we don't have him to defend. But I know it's only four games in, but I don't think there's any chance of this team not of dropping out the top four. Well, sorry to uh, go on to a random thing, but... Um, oh, OK. No, we're not doing that. I just read that um, uh, Lovren has had to deactivate his uh, account. This was a couple of, of days ago. Yeah, classy yeah. bunch. And the top comment is, um, Lovren can't even defend himself. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh. terrible. Poor Lovren, we'll talk about that in a minute. Actually, we won't, because I don't want to cry live on air. Man City, um, Will, what's the... I mean, the Chelsea result's quite uh, impressive. Uh, but yeah. the whole... I mean, they haven't conceded. I think they've scored 12 now. Mm-hmm. Um, are, th- are these... W- were the misconceptions at the start... Because this wasn't just down. Let's be honest, we, we, I think all of us thought that this could be such a disappointment. I said Chelsea. Chelsea. I, think, I think I said Chelsea and City, but I didn't think, I didn't think we were I'm going to be honest with you, I didn't see... I saw... I mean, I guess I didn't look, pay massive attention to the first few fixtures. It's not necessarily something we're extremely well, fond of doing. Games, but yeah. um, I didn't necessarily see them being disimpressive. But I think mm. something I didn't see, we'll see... Is their rival struggling this much? Now, I'm not saying City have been anything less than top notch. Yeah. Um, I thought the, I thought their performance at Everton was particularly impressive. It was a really. I mean, um, don't I get mean, me wrong. You have to blame Tim Howard because if Tim Howard literally, if Tim Howard literally stands still, if Tim Howard doesn't, if Tim Howard stops being a goalkeeper for that Kolarov shot and just stands still, that got that's not a goal. It no. doesn't go in. So but, there is a bit. There is, but at the end of the day, I thought City would be Chelsea's only title contenders, but they've, they've like, foregone the expectations. People, I don't like people ruling out the table at this early stage. I think they're eight points ahead. Which is a big gap, four games in. I know it's it's four games in, but they're eight points ahead. Whether you're eight points ahead in in November or at the start of the season. The United race, City were... Eight points ahead, then United were eight points ahead. I know, you can, I'm sorry, but eight points ahead. I just want to read City's, I'll do their Premier League, they've got Juventus in between that, but ignore that. Uh, The Crystal Palace away, West Ham at home, Spurs away, then Newcastle at home. They're not, they're not bad fixtures for City. Is anything running? Is anything... I mean, I know they've got, they've got Juventus and they've got Gladbach away. And then the day, the toughest game for Chelsea, for, Chelsea, for City, will be Chelsea, and they've got that out of the way. And they've done that, and they've done it quite convincingly. Yeah. I mean, after Newcastle, the, and then it's, it's Bournemouth, and then uh, the next big test, I guess, is United away. I mean, it's still United Which away. Which I don't see City struggling with. Oh, I know it's still United away in the Derby. I think um, the Champions League campaign, I think it's only going to be a boost. Yeah, um, they will carry possibly more confidence into the Champions League 
than they ever had before, which is something I'm sure we'll go into later. Um, regarding regarding City, um, I know it's cliche, but the spine has turned up. And when I say the spine, I don't include David Silver in that, and I don't include David Silver in that because he always turns up. But with Yaya Torre kind of operating so efficiently, um, Joe Hart, who hasn't had a wobble for, I think it could be close to 18 months now. They come what worries me about City, they're also, very over-reliant on a 30-year-old yeah. central midfield. Oh, no. But also, one thing I should say is the full-backs as well have been absolutely magnificent. Uh, and there is so much pressure to deal with from City because the full-backs are running and crossing and there's so mm-hmm. much movement. I think one of the things they've done like this season is play Kolarov instead of Kleesha. Yes. Um, it's, it's, it's worked a treat. It's worked an absolute treat. So no, it's just um, it's just it's been very impressive. Regarding the new signs, I think Otamendi um, could turn out to be more beneficial than De Bruyne. Just to get rid of Manhattan. Yeah. Um, who shows promise at time is still too raw, far too raw, and doesn't yeah. suit... Temper Pellegrini. I think Sterling's getting all right. Yeah. He's Sterling getting right. has started. Sterling needs to put his shooting boots on. He's yeah. never, he's never been a great finisher. On. True, but he's in nice for him. I think, where I think next to you, I don't think it matters if you can finish too much or not. Yeah, true. It doesn't look like they're short of goals. So no, it's just been very good. And the thing about City is there's been so little fuss, and they've worked very hard to give themselves mm. as fuss as possible. And you can tell the teams like Swansea because they weren't the easiest opening fixtures. Like, I think I'd argue Chelsea's opening. Four were easier than cities. On paper, yeah. based on what happened last season, yes. Yeah, yeah uh, Swansea, yeah, uh, I mean, anything over Chelsea, and then they've, they've done I think that. Chelsea have just been shit harsh. All those players who are the best players in the league in their positions last season. Pedro's come in and made have an been impression. Very bad. Ivanovic was the best player I mean, in the league last What's worrying is that, that of what Mourinho came out and he listed seven players. Their names that they, these have been underperforming. Well, you look at them. That's Ivanovic, Ivanovic was Fabregas best Hazard. right back in the league last year. Arguably, he's been wonderful this season. Terry was the best in the league last season. Sending Looks very off. dodgy this yeah, season. Yeah, they're sending off, they're dropping. A lot of their players who were star men last season yeah. look very, very underwhelming. This they really um, do. One, actually, just to bring that in, um, Lauren Davison has asked if benching Ivanovic. Would, um, but who did they play? This is, this is, I remember someone What's raised this point. This was a question on our first podcast before the season started. Someone asked, can Chelsea do it with three senior defence? Or four, isn't that? Yes, they did. Actually. Didn't we, so we all said, yeah. With Ivanovic going out, who do they have, realistically? Who, who, who fits into that? Baba Roman, who they signed, presumably as a panic buy for that exact purpose. Uh, I mean, the problem with Chelsea... Um, in general, is that across the side, they lack pace, which means that um, in sort of a Man City way, well, in sort of a way that every team does, but in the same kind of way as Man City, they're very reliant upon certain players giving them that element of control. In games played at kind of all-out pace, this Chelsea team can look vulnerable. Crystal Palace... Ivanovic this season has been getting left a lot for pace. Yeah. He struggled again badly um, on Saturday. Although, to be fair, Crystal had a very quick side. They did the same yeah. thing to us. They did the same thing to Arsenal. Could have scored more than um, the one that we I had. think City, City, sorry, Chelsea really need a Yaya Torre figure. They need a driving midfielder. If you look at their midfield, Fabregas and Mourinho have stated 
I wouldn't say a lazy player, but he's not your box to box type player. Okay. He is. He'll stay there. He'll pick up the ball. He'll pick someone yeah. out. But he's not someone that drives through teams. Yeah. Mikel is awful. So why is it? Why, why is it not working then? Why is this season? Why is it not worked? I don't think four games is a fair sample. But I don't really have an Let's be honest. Dropping. Chelsea don't lose three 0 They're anywhere, going through the same syndrome that City went through every time they won the title. And I don't understand. No, because City didn't go through this last year. City were horrific last year. No, not to this point. They started this, fine. and they started well. They start- this is this is concerning that it's almost been a bit lax. Uh, I, I was, think some people are saying that they've been undercooked, um, <laughs> which I just I really find I, I think it's either bizarre. I mean, I have to say Pedro is a good sign. Yeah, I think it's either very, played, I think it's either bizarre mm. or it's just very unprofessional. Mm-hmm. Because let's be honest, you know, who doesn't know exactly? How the preseason schedule goes. Who it's doesn't complete know? poor. I mean, um, and, and I struggle I to believe really it because they, they went, they went plenty places. They went. Oh yeah, I'm not saying this is gonna, this isn't gonna keep up. No, no. This isn't gonna stay at what it is. But I'm just gonna, I'll read you the next four fixtures like I've done with City: Everton away, Arsenal at home, Newcastle away, uh, then Southampton are going to the Bridge. This is between Tel Aviv and Porto away. That's not. It's not, not an easy European group. Very they've good. got an easier European group, but they've got nasty four games there. Chelsea, because that Chelsea, that Chelsea crowd at home is going to be horrible. Thing is that Chelsea, especially for that Arsenal early kickoff. Thing is, you say they're horrible games, but if they want to win the league, they're the games that Chelsea should be winning. Chelsea should be considered favourites against everyone. Chelsea, no, I know Chelsea should, should be hoping, winning every home. Yeah. I'm hoping much, that yeah. they continue their malaise until. <laughs> yeah. No, because the bridge is usually a big mental. Barrier for us. Well, Mourinho in general is a big mental barrier for us for Wenger. Yeah. Um, so we have to wait and see how that is. I think one of the problems with Chelsea as well has been in attack. Um, it's been lacklustre. Lacklustre and disappointing. Again, I think it's um, the way they're moving, it's the way they're kind of moving the ball. Is necessarily. I think Hazard has been underwhelming. He's said he's mentioned about Hazard. He's mentioned all the time. Pretty much his, pretty much his seven best players last season are the worst seven. Oh, right. we'll move, we'll move on from Chelsea because um, yeah, because we spend far too much time. Um, Czech drops two points and earns them back, but will will his ten to fifteen be enough for Arsenal? Is what's on the agenda here for the Arsenal? I, I wrote. Get them 10 to 15. I wrote that. Um, I think he will earn us points, but I don't think that'll be enough because I think we got, as Khaled, as you kept saying during the summer, as you kept saying on the pre-season podcast, and we had to do more than just get to check. It's nice to sign these years. Mm. Um, they haven't signed anyone else, not one. Top and, and it seems like we haven't... Um, and it seems like we haven't really... In terms of the same squad, I know it's just the same squad, but not if you if you think the kind of same things of last season, you know, the same sluggish start uh, and the title was over, there's still that problem. And one thing I'm noticing is it's a big midfield imbalance. There's a lot of cooks there, and we don't quite know how to not to spoil our broth, um, so to speak. Um, right. Interesting analogy. Though. For instance, um, talking about let's just go through the four games. The West Ham at home game, terrible. Absolutely terrible start. The last thing you need. They yeah, played very well. They did. Um, next game, Palace. Uh, I didn't think you'd beat Palace, and you went there and you played quite well. 
I think Giroud got a lot of uh, slack. I think Giroud gets a horrible amount of stick. He does. Uh, the Liverpool draw. The Liverpool, that was the best nil-nil I think I've ever seen. It was you a were cracking, great second half. We were great first half. It was a cracking performance. But Should have been believe, a goal. But I actually believe that you guys would have deserved to take the three points more you, than we would. If I'm honest with yeah, you, 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 you blew more chances. You got, you guys, uh, you deserve well, the actually, goal. Actually, you say you blew more chances, but um, check. I mean, Chet was fantastic. Uh, to get Coutinho the, the was Coutinho was great. To get that Benteki, where literally any other against any other goalkeeper, that's going in because mm. because any other goalkeeper's not getting to his other post as fast as Czech's just done there. Because yeah. any other goalkeeper assume that his defender's got that. Uh, Czech carries on. Oh, that's a Benteki goal, uh, and he gets literally an inch on that Coutinho thing, and yeah. he gets it onto the post. Um, but in the second half, um, I mean. I mean, I mean, yeah, you, you had a lot of um, of the ball. But I can't. I'm trying to think of a proper moment actually, where because I think our defence handled it quite well. I think when people I say Arsenal need a proper centre forward, Walcott is not a centre forward for literally years. I don't think that's the um, biggest problem. And then I'll just, I I'll I'll just move on that. to their fourth game. And then you've gone and won away Newcastle against ten men. Um, not a mad, not a great victory, but probably what they needed. We have a lot. You going into the international break with, with seven We have points. a lot of mental steel nowadays, and the deficiencies are all a bit tactical. I don't necessarily think it's in terms of talent either. There, there are players there who are good enough, easy to get on. Or a partner for Are you linked with anyone? Is anything? No, it's nothing about the check is the only Because going on, because Ozil was the big signing going back a couple of years. Then it was Sanchez. I thought there was another one, no in, one this year, just Sanchez, in, in store. And I hate the Benzema link. Like the, the Higuain. The problem with, the problem with the Benzema, stuff. me and Cal were discussing this yesterday. The problem with Benzema is we went far too late. If we'd have gone in early and we'd have gone in big, it gives Madrid the time. To, to, yeah, be, to, to, be shop, to be shopping. Like, who else is there? Who else should you be going for? No, because we, but, but we said this yesterday. the reason why United are going for Marshall. Because oh, no, it's stopped. Hang on, no the, podca- the, the podcast. Oh. The podcast to start. Sample. Stop. This is good. This is awful. <laughs> Hang on, it's carried on now. Oh, bear with us. I'll just stop. Okay, sorry, we're back. Uh, apologies for that jump. Uh, we were talking about Benzema. William Johnny was talking about Benzema. Do you want to carry on with that? Yeah, just it it made it actually made sense. Um, the only problem being, however, was that it was the first kind of world class player we tried to buy who was in favour at his current club, and maybe looking back in hindsight with Verratta elsewhere and um, Hesse not considered like players like Hesse that are not considered the same level and Ronaldo not ready to move into number nine that he was just a bit too valuable to them especially this late in the window if you go in early mm-hmm. um, it's a different option because at the end of this window a lot of people have been more realising oh, which strikers are left out there um, off the top of my head forwards that have moved off the top of my head, forwards that have moved include um, Milan Horts, Bakker, and Luis Adriano. And Mario. <laughs> yeah. Jekko um, went to Roma. So he's saying, because that's like, quite a big thing, w- would you have gone for a lower 
any form of strike, I'm saying. I think the two I'm City ones should have a There were a lot of good strikers who went out there. Who Charlie out. Austin, would you go in for? You know, well, people, lots, of people, lots of people really look down on Austin. But at the end but of the day... Is it, isn't it a temporary solution? He's a temp- if he went if United went for him, I don't think they will. I think he's actually gonna stay in QPR, which actually is quite surprising to me. <laughs> yeah, that's really a bit disappointing. I still think the biggest thing Arsenal missed out on this window was Jackson Martinez. Yeah. There for me was the man to solve all your attacking. Yeah, players. that's the thing. You look at it and I can comfortably list kind of eight, nine very good strikers, all capable of scoring twenty a season in the Premier League who went. Plenty of players went. The problem was that they were all going for sensible prices right through the middle of the summer when we when Arsenal were very happy with what they had. I'm not necessarily saying that is heresy because we have a lot of attacking players anyway, but like we can't pretend oh nobody else is on the market apart from Benzema Bollocks is that the the, the case. Do, do, do you know what I mean? Okay, so so overall four games it's been a bit of a disappointing start. Is that is that accurate? Just a, just a tad behind par. If um if that Liverpool draw was a win, if we had nine points mm, oh yeah no, were only three points it's not it is not a disaster. It's not what too you, much was made of the West Ham loss. Too much made of the West Ham loss. It's not a disaster, but the problem is, is that we got to keep as close to City as we can, which will be difficult with the form that they're in. Okay, um, we're moving on. We'll go on to Liverpool. Um, started good first three games, and then the, you, you lose three 0 at home to West Ham. Well, Luke Johnny knows about losing at home to West Ham yeah, and the fume after losing at home to West Ham. Yeah. Isn't, it's not a pleasant place to be. Luckily, Arsenal only had to wait. I was going to say, two week. big results for West Ham. Two great results, <laughs> but they've gone and lost at home to Bournemouth and Leicester, I think. Yeah. So, <laughs> very. I'd love to get a West Ham fan on and see if they think this has been a good or a bad start. I wouldn't know. They went and conceded four to Bournemouth. Um, but no, we'll go. We'll do game by game. Uh, Stoke, Liverpool, Stoke. Probably one of the oh, terrible games. Or the actually. Bournemouth game. So the Bournemouth game, they really got themselves to blame. It was just horrific defending, more than anything. It was. Ter- you want about West Ham? Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was puzzling. That was. It really was. Um, we go on to Stoke. Where Coutinho gets a fantastic goal, and um, I think that was more about the result than playing. I'm still in that stage. I think unless you. After ten games, we're still in the stage where um, results matter more. Uh, we played Bournemouth at home. Uh, Benteke scores a goal that shouldn't have been a goal, um, and overall, we defensively it looks okay. Bournemouth didn't do much. Uh, Will, what do you think of Bournemouth actually? Well, we're we're into that because we I, don't talk about the bottom half too much. Still trying. I've been very impressed with everything that they've done. It's a it's a continuation of everything they did in the championship, which is actually unlucky not to get a win on that. That was a very stupid penalty. To give very stupid. And you forget that that penalty was sort of the eighty sixth minute. I think. They were all over. It was, it was a weird one. Leicester were all over them for thirty minutes or so, or whatever. I don't remember exactly. Yeah. Until Bournemouth scored, yeah. then Bournemouth were all over Leicester for the rest. But of equally, game. Bournemouth, in, in fairness to them, Bournemouth probably will feel a bit unlucky to lose Anfield, and will probably feel a bit and more then unlucky. And both to... teams were just happy to settle for the draw, Leicester and Bournemouth. Yeah, I think it's a good. It's a better. I think it's actually a better point for Leicester, yeah, just in the scenario in which the point was lost for Bournemouth. Yeah, no, definitely. If you're doing it vice versa, then I think there's um. There's games you go into where a point's good 
Mm. And it's just it's it's whether it's good or bad at the end of it. How you win the point. point was good. I think. I think it's better for Leicester because at the end of the day, Leicester have eight points and Leicester haven't lost. No, uh, if you're Leicester, I think any team in the bottom 12, if you go to any away ground and get a point, it's a point gained. Yeah. Because I think that's the difference between the top and the bottom. Um, and then what? Liverpool go on to... Where did Liverpool go on to? Liverpool go on to the Emirates on a Monday night. Liverpool play very good in the first half. Liverpool defend very well in the second half. You, that was... It was interesting because that was by far the most complete performance um, I've seen from New Year's season, and I was. I, I just want to. Yeah. I, I left the first half very worried, and left the second quite impressed by um, how kind of resolute you'd been. And I think it, it's important that obviously you don't cling on to it. But it's important yeah. that people kind of remember that that's what the side can do, and if you keep with it. Because remember last season, so, disjointed I mean, and terrible for the first half, but then you went on that wonderful run. Get, on it, get this side and then, settled. And then the heads went. Get this side settled. There aren't players in there, definitely. Liverpool uh, then lose at home to West Ham. Uh, West Ham scored three. How did that go in general? Terrible. Uh, <laughs> I meant as in, was it, was it kind of a carbon copy of what they did to us? No. No, I, I, think we're a bit, I think we're a bit worse because we sort of gave West Ham the game more mm. than you did. I can't think of any standout horrific errors that you made other than West Ham, probably. I mean, Billich came out and said this, this quote about parking the bus, and people have loved this quote. He said, it's OK to park the bus as long as you don't leave the handbrake on. Mm. Sort of. And I think I, I like this philosophy that I think... It's a horrible world in which we're living in. People are moaning that we've dropped two points. Arsenal, well, no, we the haven't. You make people moan about what you do. They do, but yeah. just putting this in context of the Arsenal game, uh, Liverpool don't have much possession of the second half, but defend very well. And, uh, and people are saying this almost if it's a bad thing. But Liverpool, um, you're, if you're going away from the Emirates with a point, whoever you are, it's a point gained. Yeah, that includes Chelsea and that includes Man City, I think. No, yeah, definitely. I think so. And you were, and you were to, very good. The disappointment on the disappointment was that on Saturday, having having watched it, it you looked so vulnerable. They played. They again. played the same team, and the team just didn't work because they had one striker against West Ham at home. And the one striker, I can't remember us having a shot. I think Firmino hits the the post when we're one down. I don't think we had any. I don't think we had anything else. We had the Coutinho red card. The Coutinho, the two, the, the two low. Oh, it's really stupid. But if you look at the first yellow, which was Coutinho, I don't know if it, it was for dissent or I don't know what he did. Uh, it was in like the fourth minute of the first half at injury time, and he looks like he's going to cry. He genuinely, he's so frustrated. Milner looked like he was going to cry after. So if we've got players that look like they're going to cry because they're that frustrated, I think I think that's a good. That's the literally the positive. At least it wasn't Stoke. I know, but this is still the positives away. That what's what's, (laughs) we'll talk about that today. So uh, Liverpool have seven points. Liverpool have lost at home. And now it all feels very bleak, whereas last week everyone was quite happy. I think I think this has been an alright start for both Arsenal and Liverpool. I think this is... I mean, yeah, you could say Arsenal underperformed a little bit. I think Liverpool should have dropped points at West Ham. I think overall, over the scope of four uh, games, yeah. 
I think if we, I think, I think, right. I think the West Ham loss shouldn't take away from the three games we played. We've kept a clean sheet. Let's not forget. It's not did. great for either of you two teams, but it's not a disaster either. No, it's just all right. I think the West Ham. It was terrible. It was sad. Well, that result and was nice terrible. Too, overall, the four games. And Arsenal's yeah. result against West Ham. It was terrible. But realistically, Arsenal don't have the. Where are, if I was an Arsenal fan, I'd be more worried because this is the same team from last year. Say, well, we have five really. new players sort of coming into this team no that are bound to make mistakes. No striker, no defensive midfielder. All the problems a lot of you all addressed, said about Arsenal yeah. over the summer weren't addressed. And then we have Dejan Lovren who just went. Oh, I don't know what he. I don't understand what happened. What there. he was trying to do. I he was don't trying understand. To pass it to no one. There was no one there. Nothing wrong with putting it in the stands, Khaled. No. He or booting it up the field. He literally could boot it up the field. Could've and he could it. he could concede a throw fifty yards away yeah. in their half. Worst Nothing wrong with that. Like I said, corner. Even though they shouldn't do that, but that's what. Why pass it back into the it. box when there's no one there? Um, Danny Ings come on and made a couple of good touches. So um, positive. Still haven't seen Origi. Don't know if anyone's found him. <laughs> let us know. To be um, fair, Rogers is quite odd. Like he does sign a few players and they sort of. Disappear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping that's not the case. Um, but no, uh, at the end of it, it's seven points. Liverpool. Mark Lovell. has already gone out on loan after he's had twenty million Considering I've got a Europa League campaign, I'm a bit, I'm surprised at that one. But I won't, I won't slag off the manager after four games. Um, do you want to talk about any other Premier League? I'm just looking for time. I want to do the European Stoke. draws. Stoke two Ball. Reds. Um, so stupid. Really. So criminal. There's been a lot of really criminal reds. Um, every every yellow card Mitrovic is getting has just been it's unbelievable. That's oh, can a, you talk about how uh, dirty Newcastle have been? I know, but do, somebody said to me that that Mitrovic isn't a red. Does anyone think that here? No. I, I, I thought it was half and half. I thought, I'd understand that it wasn't I think red. if he stomps on I the understand. foot, I think if he stomps on the foot, it's not a red. But if you look, he, he drags it down and shit. <laughs> Yeah, like I said, I, I, I don't understand both decisions. I'm not saying it's not a red, but if you gave it a yellow, I wouldn't say, oh, that's a bad uh, I'd say he'd got away with it if he's yellow. I am siding more towards red. Um, just talk about, should we just say uh, fair, fair um, congratulations to Leicester? They've yeah, I think they've been really superb. Good. I think they've been superb. Uh, they've, they've unbeaten, 1-2, drawn mm. 2. Um, and then, at the end of it, Leicester have gone away... Got a point. Really and yeah. got a point at home to Spurs. I think the worst side in the league so far has been Sunderland. It's been Tottenham. Just I go with Scale. Because Sunderland are about where Sunderland should be at the bottom. Yeah, but you look at the bottom sides or who are supposed to be the bottom sides. Yeah. Some of them have played decent stuff. Whereas so Sunderland. I think there's a bad point for Villa as well. That yeah, it was, there. especially in. Well, like, I think it's a worse yeah. point for Villa. You know? Oh, no, it is, but I meant. Villa overall over four games have been much better than Sunderland have been. Sunderland have been for me the worst yeah, of the two yeah, okay. sides. Okay, I just want to. Uh, well, actually, what we're talking about, we'll go to the bottom. I want to do the next four fixtures. I'll have done with the others. Sunderland are playing Tottenham at home, Bournemouth away, Man United away, and West Ham at home. They're Sunderland's next fixtures. Tough one. I, I can't see them getting much out of that. No. Bournemouth away, and uh, if Bournemouth are getting much out of anyone at the moment. No, I can't. I think. I mean, I know it's only on four games in the season. On. No, but it's I, carried on from last I season. Really if you're not Sunderland, putting a line up, I think this is the year Sunderland go down. And, he, he, uh, and in fairness, Khaled, he did say that uh, before. So I said my three shouts were Sunderland, Bournemouth, Leicester. I want to take Leicester out now that the transfer window. Uh, yeah, no, I think, I think, I think, I think, I think 
I'm still going to stick with Bournemouth. I don't think they have enough of them still. Maybe not. But I think Bournemouth have. I think Bournemouth have got a bit of what. I Leicester. think two of the teams will go. If back If you remember now. Leicester last season, until about February March, Leicester were playing really good stuff and still losing. Mm-hmm. I think this could be the same with Bournemouth because Bournemouth haven't played a bad game. I think Sunderland, Leicester, and I think Norwich. I think two of the upcoming teams. I think will Norwich will play. But I think looking looking at Norwich and Watford, Watford got three draws in the last. I think the points are really start. deceiving. Me and Will have said this. We thought Watford have been really good. Yeah, no, over, even against City, no, I know I they lost, but they were. Okay, I think they've got. But I think the same with Norwich. I think Norwich have got a good team. I think Norwich. Are, if we remember, Norwich were unlucky to lose to Palace at home, mm-hmm. and Norwich played really well away at Sunderland. I know you can say what you like about Sunderland, but they're still, they're still first Premier League. Away, but then yeah. I know you said it was Manly to send off. Uh, they were destroyed off. by Southampton. No, I think they're sending off. Mm. Rules that one out. Any surprises? Well, I mean, just just Leicester City, I think. Mahrez. The way the way Spurs have started has just been Swansea. Um, so What's not surprised me so much Spurs starting is that that nobody's talking about Spurs. Well, people start to expect him. I don't think anyone looks at Spurs anymore and goes, "Oh, top club." Spurs have just fifth. become. They finished fifth. They finished know, above but, Liverpool. But at the end of the season, so I don't have a doubt for a second. Spurs will finish between fifth and seventh. They're always. That team who aren't quite the best of the rest. To, yeah, they are the best, of, and I think they still will be pretty much the best of the rest. Okay. Okay. Um, in, in terms of um, in terms of surprises, I've, I've got. I was. I will say Chelsea. I didn't. In terms of um, other in terms of other surprises, I'm going to say mm-hmm. Norwich. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of the way I've seen them play. Also, I know this is gonna. Get a lot of few people on edge, and I know it's only been four games, but Depay has been absolutely awful. Were you expecting him to be there? No, I yeah, I said I said in the end of the season Depay is not a strike, not a strike, strike, not a winger who's going to go in and improve United. He is a squad player. He's an unproven player who, back in the days of first, and even now, if he went Chelsea or City or something, he would be a squad player. Depay is not a starter at that age. Maybe in a few years. For a team that wants to improve from fourth to go and challenge them for the league. Okay. And I think and Rooney is not a, a top class centre forward anymore. They need a centre forward. I don't think Marshall is the man. I really don't. Okay. So I really see. Fair play to them though. They've, in defence, they've really solidified. They've become really good at defence, keeping the ball. Mm-hmm. However, I can see them really. We haven't actually talked. So Man United's not nothing. We'll do quickly. Man United uh, beat. Spurs 1-0 Carl Walker and goal Spurs 4-0 Man United goes to Villa as a result of the EDL on a Friday night Um, 1-0 deflection against Scholes and goals Man United play uh, Newcastle at home 4-0 terrible struggling for goals lose at Swansea Swansea were great 2-1 struggling this is my point I really see United this season struggling for goals we won't talk about Man United because we don't have Dan here to say it's no fun for us really um We'll move on to the well, champions. I don't know what I was going to say. We'll just sit here and chat shit about Van Hal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so insert your Dan. Go to a previous podcast and cut and paste that in. It practically sort of transfers over quite well. Group A, Paris Saint-Germain, Real Madrid, Shakhtar, Donetsk, Malmo. Um, it's one of those groups, two one. great teams. But first of all, shall we start off? Do you like the new pop? A, do you like how that works? Yes. No. I do. No. I quite do. What? No. What's the point? It's the I Champions League, okay? Right, let's, I, let's I, I, understand, I understand that it's called the Champions League, and I get that. I but at the end of the day, with this and new I think season, it makes it more interesting. Get, 
retarded groups, even more retarded than we got before. Are we allowed to say retarded on air, maybe? Sorry, I don't know. It's 2015, this is going to be the internet. We could basically say anything we wanted on air. Stupid groups than we already did before. I don't know. And I think the Zenit group. I think the Zenit group is a perfect example of that. I can't remember off the top of my head. Zenit Valencia Leon Ghent. When you've got a group that's Zenit Valencia Leon Ghent, then you've got City Juve Sevilla and Montenegro. I think it's good. Wrong. That's how it's wrong. That's how these things work. No, I quite like it. Won the Europa League. I quite like it. Arsenal are part two now. I like it. It's good stuff. We wouldn't. Can I just say, as an Arsenal fan, honest to God, we're not a pot one side. You want the best teams in the tournament in the next group stage. Zenit and Valencia, right. with all due respect, are not the best team. Leon might squeeze them. That's, that is harsh on Valencia. Indeed. Poor Valencia. Khaled, you don't get to talk for the next two minutes. <laughs> on top no, Group B, uh, Man United, could it have gone any better? No. Actually, no, no, maybe they might not have gone no, Wolfsburg, but then again, Wolfsburg went and lost to Bruyne, and they've lost Perisic to Inter, so, so no. I don't but think they have brought in Traxton now, reportedly. And Dante, apparently, is going and Dante. Wait, Dante, Dante the Dante I'm thinking of. The Bayern. Do you know any others? Yeah, How many do you know? Dante's <laughs> Inferno. Oh, good shout. So you know. Group C, uh, I'm, just gonna, I'm just running through the groups just for a sense of information, and then we'll give opinion. Um, okay. uh, fact and opinion. Good balance. Benfica, Atletico, Galatasaray, Astana. Astana? Is that how you stand? Oh, stupid groups. Astana. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with that? How is that? What's wrong with that? What are you changing? Are you not happy? Don't fucking watch it. Group D, Juventus, Man City, Sevilla, Borussia Mönchengladbach. Stupid, stupid group. Stupid, stupid group. Shit group. Group E. Barcelona, Bayer, Leverkusen, AS Roma, Bate, Borussia. What group? <coughs> what a group. I haven't really looked at the groups in full. That's quite a good group. Will, what are you expecting of that, actually? Um, I'm expecting Roma a hell of a lot of, Leverkusen out there. A hell of a lot of good football games. I'm, expe- I'm expecting some stupid, absolute... Though. I'm expecting some I'm expecting absolute... I'm expecting to cruise the group at first. There will be some Roma absolute nonsense Yeah. Well, the Roma should have edged out City last year. I'm still annoyed. They messed up a really decent position. But it was mentally that the blind defeat the got them. Because they didn't yeah. win. Uh, so they, because we'll go... What's the next group? Uh, the next group, we'll talk uh, Arsenal's group. Munich, Olympiakos, Zagreb, Juapa. I thought that would be a really good group. Happy. One hard game. Ha- no, happy. You it's the same position, PSG. I mean, except, I mean, obviously the group A, you've got one of the, tr- the trickier pot A's. You would have much preferred uh, Eindhoven, Benfica, but but realist, the, the other two, you can't hope for much. I, I thought we were waiting until the end to talk about the groups. No, that's right. No, we'll talk about this one. Go on. Well, uh, in that case... Do you want me to do the other two, then? Yeah, just do yeah. Okay, group G, Chelsea, Porto, Kiev... Uh, Maccabee Tel Aviv. As usual, Chelsea. Away, Chelsea do that. That is a disgustingly easy group. That is. Um, nice group. Hopefully, they don't racially abuse anyone actually during this one. Yeah, uh, Zenit, given where they're off. To Zenit Valencia, uh, Ghent, and um, no comment. Le- Leon. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, we'll talk about um, uh, the key groups. Um, so I think that's Man United's group. Um, Man United, Cities and Arsenal. Uh, we'll start with the Arsenal fans because we've got one in. Um, what are you thinking? Happy with it. Um, if I could be really picky, I would possibly say that we wouldn't have had Olympiacos as the last uh, one of the group stages. But mm-hmm. 
But Bar Bordeaux, there's nothing, there's, there should be nothing really to fear. And the thing about the Champions League, so if you actually want to compete, you don't give a fuck who you get, when you get. Mm. The only problem it could be is that, um, say for a club like Juventus, I'm sure we'll get onto them later, but say for a club like Juventus trying to fit in three or four um, new players in the one go, you don't want to be facing your best oh. teams early. And they are going to kind of city, and then they're, they're playing very city tough, first in a very playing tough city in about So two it's weeks not, time. it's so it's not exactly totally ideal. But that's but that said, only got to face them some time. We've avoided the very tricky ones. We could easily have gotten Roma. We could easily have gotten Wolfsburg. I mean, I was going to say you've you've missed out on Gladbach. The only problem with this is that I see this setting up as every Arsenal Champions League campaign. And finishing can, second again, Madrid say, or someone. Can it? can anyone here really see them finishing above final? No, no. Therefore, they'll finish second at best. Where is Zagreb? Is that in Croatia? Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. They'll finish second, go through, and face a much better team and lose the okay. last team. I won't talk about Chelsea's group because it's just horribly boring. Um, <laughs> but I will think Man United's interesting because of how Man United are playing. They've, I, I mean, looking at it, PSV is one of the easiest. I mean, he's PSV, I mean, but behind See, Zenit. Behind Zenit. They've still got to go to Moscow, which I hate, and I talk about this every year, I hate the, oh, it's a lot of travel. He's a professional athlete now. Private this is not a class. I was going to say, on their pri- no, they'll be on their private jet. They'll do it in three hours, you know. They'll be, it'll probably be relaxing after another game. This is not like back in the 90s where teams were going to Hungary on a bus um, you know, no, eat, however, eating multi-packs of Walker's All that crisps. aside, I still think it's weather and artificial pitches no, are still issues. No. Perhaps travel no, I don't anymore. I don't. I think we've seen it. It's not a big... I know they'll want to big it up. Oh, it's a tricky one. You want to avoid Russia. Do you? As a pop three, do you want to avoid Russia? As far as I'm concerned, they've got... There's worse. There's so much worse. You're saying, all right, we'll avoid Russia. Well, do you want to go to Rome? It's weird. You don't want to go to Rome in that. Do you want to go to Sevilla? No. No. I'd rip your arm off for Russia. Especially... Take Russia. (laughs) You can get pot one Russia, which Valencia have. So they literally hit the jackpot. How on the fourth pot team is arguably the best team in that group? Yeah, Wolfsburg. Wolfsburg, you Fucking brilliant that season. The fourth spot team they were fantastic. Um, it's a huge step up, and we saw Man City were great, and they just couldn't step up for years. See, and we saw Juventus. I, I don't see who Wolfsburg will struggle with. This is a very underwhelming United side who can't attack, in my opinion. Mm. PSV, I think, are by far the worst poor one team. You've got. Um, I'm saying, possibly lost half their team. No, I think, I think and I don't really through. think Wolfsburg will struggle too much, especially at home. Wolfsburg, Wolfsburg do, you, do you think Wolfsburg can go through a group? I think that's the group. Oh, think that's the group. Oh, okay, interesting. Is that the is that the standout group for you? I mean, Man City is probably the because all of them. I'd love to see how Man City there at Gladbach. In like, terms of the footballing, Gladbach um, have had a terrible start. In, in terms of the footballing kind of group, the standout one is the Barcelona group. Because we all know how that it's will be. It's three very free-flowing attacking um, teams. You Schmidt, Schmidt and Garcia are mentalists. Right, Schmidt and Garcia, in the nicest way, are mentalists. They are football <laughs> mentors. You've seen Roger Schmidt and you've seen Rudy Garcia. You know what I'm talking about. And if you describe the two managers to each other, you probably think you're talking about my guy. <laughs> that, that genuinely is how it is. So it's going to be absolutely insane. Um, if Roma get their shooting boots on, I think that they can 
um, go toe to toe with uh, Leverkusen and Duan. But that's a really, really dangerous tactic. And Batay Borisov are back in the. I, think, I don't think they were in the Champions League last year. Um, no. They were in the season four and they beat Munich on their patch, so maybe they they'll be a. Munich, Munich more than Barcelona Madrid really have some dodgy results in Europe, don't they? Every they really do. When they, when they get good at them, there's always the one that when, pops out. When they get qualified, they really. I mean, in all fairness, Batay, when they, this pitch. Talking no, about, no, this pitch was. It, it, it looked like it had sort of like landmines and, and <laughs> like moulds. Talking about coming Bayern, out of it. though. Costa's looked a brilliant signing. Has he? Yeah, he has. He's looked amazing. He's looked very. He's looked their best player. To be fair. They weren't. They weren't great at Hoffenheim. I didn't see. I haven't seen anything else. Uh, Dortmund have looked good. They're not in it. That brings us nicely onto the Europa League, European football's ugly sister. Um, Will, are, are you are you looking forward? Also, to I'm this? sorry to. Oh, yeah. No, sorry. Hang on. Confirmed thirty six million pounds for Marshall. Where's your source? I think it was the Daily Mail. Oh, so terrible. not not that confirmed. But <laughs> semi-confirmed. More than the Metro, <laughs> less than the Independent. Um, I wonder the Independent's going to be downhill. Anyway, um, Spurs group. You know, someone Spurs, uh, and they've got Anderlecht and two other teams. Yeah, we all forgot. Um, Spurs didn't come out too well because they have Monaco and they have Anderlecht. Yeah, um, I think it might be Sion of Basel. It no, because we've got them. Okay. So it wouldn't be that. Uh, <laughs> Who's Spurs got? Who's Spurs got? We're piecing together a group. We've got Anderlecht and Monaco. Monaco. I'm not sure I'll get it up to you. Okay. I'll talk about Liverpool's group. Our, it was horribly disappointing because I wanted us to get Dortmund or someone mad. Um, but we've got... We, we're going to Kazan. I don't think you can... I don't know how you get to Kazan. I don't know where that is. It's in Russia somewhere. You have to give me a Putin. I think it's further north of Moscow. I think you literally have to give your blood type. Um, to them um, but no I'm not fussed I think we were, we we're playing nice home games after our European games um, then we've got Sion I can't remember when we played Sion I think we played them before and Bordeaux is the you can't knock a trip to France um, so I'm going for I'm going for Liverpool to get get 11 points out of this 11 or 12 points from this group you say that Liverpool were appalling it was Caravan who's the last um, team in the Spurs group so, Carabag, FK Carabag. Anyone know anything about them? I'm pretty them? sure they were in, it was either Inter or Fiorentina's group last year and they finished bottom. They're a very poor side, I'm pretty sure of it. Oh, okay. Good stuff then. Uh, are you going to get into the Europa League this year, Will? I, I always say I'm going to. I'm, I even, I'm, get, I'm I, going to all the home games. I actually do like possible. it. I do like it. I, 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 I just think it's... It's, it's take it or leave it football on a Thursday night if you've got nothing better to do. It's it's fantastic background. Uh, I can you tell you like the amounts of work I did with the Europa League in the background. It's lovely. Plus also it starts early, so you, you can kind of shorten your day towards it. It's very good. It's a very good lifestyle choice. And that was a tough group. And, and plus also, did, did anyone see the? The Fenerbahce fans, yeah, like, not even Celtics respond. We so did. Funny. We Arsenal fans did that. I have a selfie from about a year and a bit ago of me trying to get my phone out a spoon <laughs> in response to, to several. Fenerbahce and Ajax. Nasty. And some team called Mold or Molding. Mold in um from uh, Norway. Norway. Yeah. Oh, exciting stuff then in the Europa League. Yeah, it's. 
I mean, it's a it's a competition now that has real value, and I think. Oh, just as severe, they weren't for complaining. They weren't, that's um, a good point. And because of the Champions League Yeah, and because of the tier teams, you get good clashes, like decent clashes, mm-hmm. as soon as the as soon as the last thirty two. It's it is quite I would say that if Liverpool can get a remote a kind of relatively settled side to attack it, then with the right draw it becomes quite winnable. Yeah, I thought Markovic would be the bang at starter. If we if we take away the Champions League dropouts because we won't know who they are they drop out. I think the favourites have to be Dortmund and the shit Howardry that was Napoli. I think those two yeah. have yeah, to I be the so. favourites for this one. Well, I, think, I think you're on to something there, Khaled. Um, to wrap this up then, because we're hitting the hour mark, I think that's that's appropriate podcast time. We'll do our Champions League prediction. Will you get one team? Because in the previous three seasons, you've had about eight teams. I said Munich last year. <laughs> I won twice, I, I think Khaled I won said, twice. You, you said Barca. I, I won, well, I won twice, though. Um, it's about better. No, you didn't win twice. If you had a quarter of the teams, your chances were were better than mine by eight. No, his chances were 100%. If you named Barca, by PSG, every year. PSG. No. They're not winning it, all right? It's not happening. Right, one team, go. Bayern Munich, and fuck you, Ryan. Bayern Munich, interesting <laughs> choice. How's I it? am going to go with um, the first team to ever defend their title. Oh, Barcelona. Actually, going going for Barcelona. I'm going for Rafa Benitez, who's Real Madrid. I am. I think. I think he's going to do it. It's <laughs> going to be cracking. It'll be great. Rafa Benitez. Can yeah, I just say get number eleven? Can I just yeah, say? Have you watched Rafa Benitez for the last five years? What what, I know what I know. What he can do in Europe. Listen, I've got nothing, especially against Benitez. I'm just not quite sure. I know what he can't do it. Neither am I. But he's a he's a shit house. So he'll do it. Um, just quickly, do we have time for... Go on, end on, end on something nice. Not something like that uses my brain. Well, pe- people gave in a couple of other questions. Oh, go on, questions. go on, um, you, you carry on. Ollie Southern... Um, Hello, Ollie Southern. He just asked, do Chelsea desperately need John Stones? No. They no. could do it then, but I wouldn't say desperately need it. Not, not I think the cost, more importantly, not. I think they need a central midfielder defensive. Um, okay. just, just some for the biggest surprises and all of that on Twitter. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Right, first of all, I'm going to go to at Dizzy JB. Hello, Dizzy he, JB. Yeah, he's, I think we can call him Chase, can we? Yes, we can. Let's not be over familiar. Um, right, and Justin, for his biggest surprise, he says City's dominance, lack of top striker signings for top six sides, Chelsea's sluggish start, um, his biggest disappointment, he is a gooner, so, <laughs> so our lack of goals and very few home wins. I think he meant that overall. Yeah, um, there's something like something like seven home sides of one. I think it's like eight and thirty game. something. Yeah. Um, so this must be a. What he wants Arsenal to do is fairly simple. Um, World class striker, not happening. Um, they all they all went. Um, and, <laughs> and finally, sort out the defensive midfield position with a backup alternative to Coquelin. I really agree with that. I think that was something that was no, easily no. more feasible. Really sensible point. Then. Then getting the big striker. Yeah, I think Coughlin, we, we forget he's like a kid, you know, who's, yeah. who's your, the gem that you've, you've sort of yeah. um, unearthed. Jay, simply called Jay, at double pivot. Um, uh, he has missed consistency. 
Uh, no, he'd like some consistency at Arsenal. He's not enough for Guna. He's missed shit refereeing. <laughs> Kevin Friend v West Ham. Sorry. Oh. I hate, you know me, I hate to blame a goalkeeper and a ref for a loss, and we deserve to lose. West Ham deserve to win. But Jesus Christ, he shouldn't have sent Noble off either. No, he should. Seriously, That's and he's amazing. done that as a panic because he's thought, oh, that Coutinho, these two yellows are, um, are soft. But yeah, okay. Just just a couple more from Ollie to around. Yeah, yeah, now. go on. Um, re- regarding to the biggest surprise this season, Leicester um, and the fact you can't predict a game or any games in the Premier League at the moment. Disappointment Van Ta- Gaal's tactics at home, especially, um, but also overall. He says, mm-hmm. try a different system. Um, he's missed literally everything. And what's annoying him, the atmosphere at games is dying out. I think that's overall, but he says, especially in the Premier League. We've discussed this quite a lot. No, I've discussed this quite a lot. And I think I think it's, it's to do with cost, access, and we need a, a chat about safe standing. Yeah. If Celtic can introduce it next year... They've said they're going to have a self-safe standing corner, 3,000 people. We can do it in the Premier League. You see sort of uh, what Palace have in the corner of their ground where, you know, standing at seats and and, and their chairman said, because I know you can't you can't really permit people to stand in seats, but I know people do. Uh, but no, I think, I think cost, access, and just the overall... Um, Transport costs as well. No, it's not. It's not even that coloured. I think. I think it is getting into a stadium for a child now, and the form of entertainment. I paid this much entertainment. It's a much bigger thing now, but we could do a whole podcast on it, so um, I won't get into it. But no, that's a good point. I think he is right. So I think. Yeah. I think it's. Um, so yeah, that will be it. People need to enjoy it more. I think maybe mass, but um, not least. Um, John Dalby is surprised that people still taking by. Mourinho's um, Panto villain shtick. He plays his bad guy role to perfection. Yeah, really it's boring, it And Brett Sterling is surprised and disappointed we're doing this question after four games. Oh, um, fuck off. Don't know. Don't know, Brett. Don't know what you're disappointed. We haven't podcasted. I think, no, I think, I think, no, we haven't. So, yeah, so we're, not, we're, not, we're not saying, I don't, I don't understand what he's disappointed. We have made it quite clear so far yeah, so after four games. We're not judging a season after four games. I don't think any of us have. No. So come on, Brett. Don't 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 be like this. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy, Brett. Just 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 <laughs> fill in the question. Don't we we don't care about your opinion, really. Sorry, Brett. Um, Who's we? Me. Um, well done to the football week for not asking anything about the England national team on over the international coming up. They would have been tempted. We won't be talking about that next week either. Um, to end on. Um, I've had William Gajani. Thanks, Will. Cheers. Thanks for searching for a mic. I'd like to, I mean, I'll apologise again for the sound quality. It won't be as good as it normally is. I've had Khaled. Thank you. That's all right. Um, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, uh, in person. You can just stalk us on the street if you want. <laughs> um, but no, like us on Facebook. And you can download these now. We don't do Podbean anymore. Stop paying for it. Don't know. Don't know where it's gone. I don't know no, no, I never uploaded it, so it would have been very tricky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've yeah. been, I've been Roy Bond. Uh, thank you for listening. Mm.